executives, I guess you can call them that, are gathering in Dallas for the annual CPAC convention beginning today. There is an argument, though, if they really stand for conservative principles. However, Donald Trump will address the event on Saturday. That should tell you something. Other high-profile speakers include Steve Bannon, Sarah Palin, and Sean Hannity. Far-right Hungarian prime minister, as we just heard, Viktor Orban, will also address the conference one week after his racist remark that countries where European and non-Europeans mix are, quote, no longer nations. Orban has been alienated by much of the European Union. But last week he met with Trump. And as the BBC put it, he will be among friends in Texas this weekend. Here's what columnist Dana Milbank wrote in a recent column in The Washington Post entitled, A Hero of the Trump Right Shows His True Colors, Whites Only. He writes in part, quote, thank you, Viktor Orban, for showing us where the American right is heading. The Hungarian strongman who derailed his country's nascent democracy has been a darling of the MAGA crowd for his anti-immigrant policies. He has been invited as a featured speaker to next week's conservative political action conference in Texas alongside a who's who of Republican senators, governors, and members of Congress, as well as former President Donald Trump himself. But Orban made things awkward for his American friends a few days ago during a July 23rd address. He gave voice to the belief underlying his nationalism. He opposes the mixing of races. His July 23rd speech was an extended articulation of the Great Replacement Conspiracy idea. That was too much even for one of Orban's longtime advisors who resigned and lambasted the prime minister for, quote, a pure Nazi speech worthy of Goebbels. She suggested that, quote, advocating he was, quote, advocating the openly racist policy that is now unacceptable even for the Western European extreme right, but not for the American right. CPAC's organizer confirmed on Wednesday that Orban is still scheduled to address the group next week. It was good of Orban to spell that out, because now we know what Hungary's white nationalists and their American fanboys at CPAC have in mind when they rage against immigration and the Great Replacement. They want to take us back to the Dark Ages. Caddy Kay... Okay, live from uh, CPAC, it is uh, the War Room. It is Thursday, 4 August, the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm very honored to have, uh, I guess, two instigators. Of course, I've got Mercedes and Matt Schlapp from the ACU and obviously the uh, the oversee, the guys that oversee and put together CPAC, the chairman. Mercedes, first to you. Y you've ruined, Mika's morning's been ruined. Morning Mika's been ruined because of the Schlapps, right? You've absolutely got her in lockdown. Far right, Sean Hannity. But I want to go to the to the buried lead. She says this is supposed to be conservatives and what they really are is far right. So tell us, is the CPAC is always been since President Reagan before the backbone of the conservative movement, has not? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've had a Ronald Reagan, which I think spoke 13 times here at CPAC. And, you know, Steve, I think when Mika is making these criticisms of what we are, so-called conservatives, you know, she actually married a once upon a time conservative, Joe Scarborough. Uh, I think it's on her, you know, she, she definitely, I think they both have lost their ways, Joe especially. And it's just unfortunate that she wants to literally attack everyday Americans who simply love America. 
they love God and they love their families and they realize that we are at really at the fight of our lives right now to save this country from getting bullied by the left who are trying to literally play this identity politics and call us all racist and, and constantly attack us for what we believe in, which and, is that of freedom. Look, look at this. I mean, I don't know what they want to call our marriage. You know, uh, her people came from a much different part of the globe than my people came from. And here- By the way, in, Schlapp, you married up. I, I did okay. No, 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 I no. did okay. But here's the other thing, which is I'm in Hungary. We're at CPAC Hungary. We're in Budapest. And all these people are talking about how racist conservatives are because of immigration or that. And I was like, how about this? How about in America, we stop killing our unborn children? You know, we're killing young unborn kids of color. More blacks are aborted than are allowed to live. I'm not for that. You're not for right. that. They are the biggest hypocrites. They say that we're the racists. Stop funding Planned Parenthood. Stop funding the genocide of that young black child, those kids of color. I want to I embrace them into our civilization. They want to give them a death sentence. One thing CPAC has done is that in going to Hungary, in going to Brazil, because here we, we have Viktor Orban, we also have Bolsonaro, you have connected the tissue of a, of a, uh, a sovereigntist movement or conservative movement throughout the world. When you go to Hungary, it was jam-packed, everybody in Europe was talking about it. Same with Bolsonaro, you're gonna to go to Mexico before the end of the year. You've already gone to Japan. You just came back from Israel and had, a, it was 5,000 young people were there. Talk to us about- Can I just say one thing, it's very yeah. hard to do white nationalism in Korea, in Japan, in Brazil, Mexico. in Mexico. I mean, right. come on, right. guys. Right. In Israel. I mean, it's, in it's Israel, insane. It's, it's I mean, incredible. it's about freedom and it's about ideas and it's about human dignity. They want to make everything about race. That, by the way, that is the one reason they're most triggered. I mean, they've always been triggered to CPACs in the past. But one of the reasons is, is the, the, the caliber of speakers you're pulling around from the world and in the fact that it unites with the Trump movement. And, and there's a common theme. When you travel across the globe, I remember I was in Brazil and I say this story where we're, we, don't, we're, we can't really understand the speaker. He's speaking Portuguese. I mean, I, I, I'm fluent in Spanish, very different. We're sitting there and all of a sudden the speaker goes, fake news. And the whole crowd just rises to their feet because they are dealing with the indoctrination of the children from the left. They are dealing with fake news that won't cover in a, an objective way. And it's really hard for these politicians to be able to succeed in a lot of ways because they're trying to tear them down personally. And that's exactly the leftist tactics they're doing across the globe. They're bringing them to America. And their goal, Steve, is to call all of us far right. That is their goal, to try to just keep us in a corner. And we have to push back because conservatives are the majority in this country in, as part of our a party, a part of the Republican Party. We're the ones that can push back against the leftist agenda. And if we don't do it, then who's going to do it? Remember, this is why they cheat, Steve. Because if you're going to win at golf or tennis or whatever, you don't cheat right. because you're going to win big. When you're not going to win, what do you do and you have no character? You cheat. Right. Right. So that tells me everything about who's the majority. Right. They know we're the majority. Yes. They know we're right on the Super policies. Majority. They Super know, majority. They know it. Yes. And they have one thing left to do. Silence our voices and then steal our votes. And Let's that's say, what they're doing. This is and you're perfect because you, you ran this for President Trump. The Hispanic vote. A perfect example of why there, it's a lie about the white nationalists. The Hispanic vote. Uh, I had the head of the new TV service that's here at CPAC launching El Americano. Uh, he said he believes their number is 55 to 60 percent of Hispanics in this midterm voting for Republicans. Talk to us about that. It, it, th those values are core to the Hispanic community because they're core to the American conservative community. Well, and for 
so many Hispanics this idea of freedom. That is fundamental. The idea of being able to practice their faith, the idea of raising their children in a place where they don't have to be uh, worried of, of them being confused with their gender at the age of five. They don't Big want league. government in their lives. Many of these Hispanics fled socialism, fled communism, fled oppression to come to America so that their kids can live in safe communities. And what are we doing? We're allowing the Democrats to push an open borders policy. They don't want to fund the police as much as they say they're for the police now because they had to change their tactics. And they're they're extreme on abortion. I mean, there's so many of these issues that the Hispanic community is saying, wait a second here, I don't feel comfortable in this party. So yes, are they moving towards the right? Yes, but they're still swing voters and they're young Hispanic voters. And this is the moment in time the moment. for we conservatives close. We have to, close. to close the deal. And Reagan did it. Well, okay, let's talk about that. I want you to address literally Mika and Morning Joe about your point. Joe Scarborough came, was obviously a guy who's a huge fan of Ronald Reagan. Yeah. The point is we haven't moved off of Reagan's core beliefs, right? This is still the conservative movement. This Ronald Reagan could come here today and it would be a rock star, right? So to talk about talk to Joe Scarborough. What? Because every day they're hammering that we're far right. We've left uh, the Reagan legacy behind. I mean, the reason I get involved in this conservative movement was 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I made that film about Ronald Reagan and him taking down com uh, communism. How do you connect Reagan's core values to what we do today? Do it because it's the Cuban experience too. Right. right. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, you always remember that moment of tear down that wall yes. in, in Germany. And I, you know, and I think like it really sends a direct message. I think people need to realize that our democracy, our republic is so fragile. We can lose our freedoms very quickly. It happened in Venezuela. It happened in Cuba. You're seeing this happening in Latin America, just even with the loss in the Colombian election. Yes. So for Joe Scarborough to go out there and try to be this prophet and try to be this moral crusader for the left, it's a betrayal of what we stand for, which is that of defending our freedoms here in America, if we are not able to allow for debate and discussion with the other side, if they're forcing down our throats, whether it be climate change or this craziness with the gender confusion and critical race theory, that's destructive to our families. And the family is the foundation to Western civilization. It is yes. the foundation Incubator of our country freedom. and our faith. Yes. If we lose that, we lose everything. Can, can I just say one yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Mika and Joe, who, you know, there was a time when we were on their show rather regularly. I was on CNN regularly. I was on MSNBC rather regularly. And I would just say to Joe, there was a time when you came to CPAC. We're the same people coming today that we were 10 years ago when you came. And the other piece is you loved Donald Trump when it was good for your ratings. You loved Donald Trump when you were bro buddies. Um, you know, when you use the rooms at Mar-a-Lago, which is a pretty swanky place, by the way, I don't blame you for liking it. Uh, but, you know, you turned on him when it was bad for you. But it, the same people are animating this movement who were animating it when you put them on your show day after day after day. And you liked it. How do I know that? You and I talked. You wanted me to help the campaign. You were all in on Donald Trump becoming president. And now you're not, for whatever your reasons, I can't know what your heart is. But how dare you attack the good people who are wow. grassroots Americans wow. who simply want to take us back to a constitutional wow. order. They don't like parents getting attacked. They don't think five-year-olds should be pushed on gender confusion. They don't think America is 1619 in BLM. They think America is George 
Washington and the great patriots who set this thing up. And you know wow. that, and you know that, and you believe that, but you turned on us. You can turn on me, but don't turn on these people. Wow. Uh, the objective, it, it's fire Pelosi, save America, the two things, how we're gonna win massively in November, and then what we're gonna do to deserve that victory of turning the country around. Tell us how do people get here? Tell us what you're going to accomplish. Who are the big speakers? What should well, they come for? You first can still get tickets at conservative.org. We have you might be standing, but you can come here. By the way, this is bigger than DC ever was. This is I mean, there's got to be 3,500 seats out there, right? I told you, I stay seats. away from numbers, but it's a bigger room. Yeah, yeah no. And this Trump asked me, just one. I know, I'm sure he did. did this Dallas is actually going to be bigger than last year's Dallas. Well, and we live stream it, which gets millions. I think Donald Trump last year got 35 million views wow. just alone, wow. and it's not a more than the Grammys and the yeah. whatever combined, it was. Combined. The oh, combined, the, yeah. yes. So, you know, I, I got to tell you, what I love about coming to these events, Steve, is that people connect. There's people from all over the country, all over the globe that yes, come here to learn. And then they connect and then they go back home and then they say, I'm going to run for school board or I'm going to go support my candidate or I'm going to go knock on doors. And they realize what's at stake. Yes. And why? Because the neighbors, they tr if they trust each yes. other and they talk about the issues that matter, yes. they're more important You network at CPAC us. and you know you're not alone. Yes. So how do people come and get tickets and then how they see the live stream? Well, you go to conservative.org to see the live stream and you go there for tickets. We'd love to have you come here in hot Texas, yeah. Dallas, Texas. So. But get the tickets quickly. Can't they just put watch in, War Room? Put in code. <laughs> well, we're going to be nonstop. Real America's Voice. We have a huge setup. Ed Henry starts in the morning. We're here. We're going to be all at four hours of live every day from War Room. Uh, by the way, put in code War Room. You get to do. We're going to have a gathering. Everybody's going to hang out. We're looking for all the posse. We got some of the posse members right back here. That's right. We'll be talking to the crowd. I want to thank you guys. I, I, I want to ask one thing. I'm, it's, it's, I'm putting you on the spot. I think you need to sign in a silver sharpie one of the black shirts, and I think uh, we should auction the thing done, off. Done, done, what done, do you think? Done, a camo I think so. or a yes. deal? Yes. And uh, we, we didn't say it, Steve, but one other thing to talk about: we're raising a lot of money for the legal defense for these J six. Where do they go for the J six? Go to our website. Go to the First Amendment Fund. Org. That's right. The First Amendment Fund and Conservative. It's a part org. of our C three. If you want to help these kids that are being persecuted by Liz Cheney and the gang, we got to help. Leave no man behind. No man behind. Guys, this thing's going to be spectacular. I had no earthly idea of the scale of this. This is bigger than the old seat back in D.C. It right. be, so it's fantastic. Everybody go to conservative.org right now. You still get tickets. You get day tickets. President Trump's going to speak on Saturday. But Matt has told me you get tickets now. You're going to have to stand, but that's okay. It's President Trump. It's only going to be an hour and a half speech, right? <laughs> so, okay. okay, guys. Short commercial break. Cortez and Navarro next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, -N -N, to 989898. 
and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Begins at CPAC, Texas. Join President Trump, Sean Hannity, Steve Bannon, and a packed house of conservative all stars. With your help, we will take back the House. We will win the Senate. A big red wave is coming. It all starts at CPAC, Texas. Fire Pelosi. Save America. And then a Republican president will return to the White House. Who, who, who will that be? The American Conservative Union is responsible for the content of this advertising. Okay, welcome. We're live at CPAC, and we got some War Room Posse here. It's so great. So great. We're going to... The deplorables. The deplorables. Full army of deplorables right here. Awaken deplorables. We're going to be doing interviews out there with our, uh, with our uh, crowd, our gang, here momentarily. It's going to be a big crowd at CPAC today. It's like over 100 degrees outside in Dallas, but CPAC's... Close to being sold out. Anybody, a War Room member, anybody around, make sure you go to conservative.org, code War Room, put your name in. We're going to be special events here. Meet everybody, hang out with the entire, the entire posse. I want to go now to, uh, we got Peter Navarro and, uh, and Steve Cortez. Uh, Peter, are you calling from a cell block? I keep reading the news every other day. Every other day you can roll up. No, I know your lawyer saying we can't talk about that. So that's, hold on. Let me, so brother, I, I, got, I got it. I got it. Let me go. Cortez, I got to, uh, Cortez, let me start with you. Oh, you can go to him first about, after that you know, shot. Okay. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cortez, right, we got, <laughs> Cor- Cor- Cortez, that, that, that shirt's not tight enough. That shirt's not tight enough, Navarro. Um, hey, Steve. Um, Mercedes was here. We start with Morning Mika. Morning Mika is in a complete meltdown um, right. about CPAC, about Orban, Bolsonaro, you know, Bannon, Palin, Trump, all these far right characters. The reality is, as you've been telling us, and you were one of the key members of President Trump's 2020 campaign and in 2016 early on, saying, hey, the, the Hispanic vote is full MAGA and they're, they're deplorables right. and we can roll that vote. We had, we had the head of the new a Hispanic language TV network, El Americano, on yesterday on the show saying, hey, their target number is 56%. What say you, Steve Cortez? Is this a white nationalist movement, sir? <laughs> and the proud oh, Latinas over to the America First movement. Let's talk numbers, by the way. CBS News, not exactly a right-wing organization, just put out some polling, and in their generic question about who you want to vote for, for Congress this year, not a candidate, but just a party. They have Hispanics right now saying that they are 42% for Republicans and 45% for Democrats. That's within the margin of error. So it's essentially a tie. Now to put that in context, four years ago from CBS CBS polling in 2018 midterms, Hispanics were plus 40 for the Democrats, plus 40 all the way to essentially tied today. A 40 percentage point move in four years is an absolute political seismic move. It is truly a political earthquake. Why? 
Well, two reasons. On the one hand, the Democrats have effectively made Hispanics into political orphans by becoming an incredibly radical party that is in no way welcoming to people of any kind of traditional values and to people of hard work and entrepreneurial grit, which is really a definition of Hispanics. On the other hand, the America First movement, this muscular vision of nationalism, sovereignty, cultural conservatism, conservatism. It's incredibly attractive to a lot of Hispanics. And let me broaden that out. I think it's attractive to working class people, period, whatever their ethnicity, whatever their race. It just so happens that most Hispanics fit in that category of working class Americans. So we continue to broaden the movement, the patriotic populist movement, and we continue to transform the Republican Party. Now, it's a process and it can be frustrating at times. And there are still a lot of corporatist legacy elements in the Republican Party. But the the reality is we are continually step by step transforming the Republican Party into a workers movement. uh, And that includes a whole lot of Hispanics. This is the case, you know, we're trying to, and one of the things we're trying to convince people is that we can not just uh, win at the ballot box, but we can also govern. Talk to me about, your, your Navarro report was at the core of thinking through how the big steal took place. Give me your impression, sir, since you did so much work in analytics about Arizona. Walk me through what's happened in Maricopa County and Pinal County. How can we be two years, uh, what, what is it, 18 months, 19 months, 20 months after you published the Navarro report? that went through line by line the problems in Arizona and particularly Maricopa County. Brother, how are we here 18 months later under Katie Hobbs and the Republican establishment in Maricopa County? And we still, we are, we're at 82% of the vote counted and they say they're gonna drop another 5,000 uh, votes tonight at 7 p.m. How does that happen, sir? Yeah. Uh, first of all, Steve, you do clean up nice and I love you at that standing desk. You got You got to do that. In your home studio, got, Brian, I'm you got to let me help we're you out just, with that. Just, Chat room, give me a couple <laughs> of thumbs up on that. So he gets the idea. No, um, we're standing. Look, we're um, standing. This, this, like, I'm, I talked to K- K- uh, Carrie Lake early on um, in, in her uh, run for governor. And I, I found her just to be an amazing person. And, and so I am vested in that race. I endorsed her. And so I'm sitting there looking at the results. It's like midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. It's like they, they get to 80 percent. I'm having flashbacks, Steve, of, of the presidential election night where they stopped the count. Right. They stopped the count. And we know now they stopped the Trump count. So they could figure out exactly how many votes they needed to steal the election in each of the battleground states. And I'm so I'm doing, doing like this deja vu stuff. So I figured at least by the morning, they'd have a result somehow that they could screw Kerry Lake and we'd be done with it. But now yeah, this goes on and on and on. I, it's a gift, Steve. This is the best ad for November. Kerry Lake is going to have against Katie Hobbs. I mean, you can see it now. She can't even count the votes. How's she going to count? For the governor, it's like it just won't work. And it's like it's just such an in your face result. We will get to the bottom of what happened in the railhead of Arizona. Look, it's a Republican. It's a Republican. Yeah, but it's the Republican establishment does not want her to have any momentum cover the win. Guys, hang on for one second. I want to bring in Joe Kent. Joe Kent's getting the okie doke up in the great state of Washington. Joe Kent, give us an update in the second most important technological center in the United States after Silicon Valley. We're now two days out from the campaign and they've, I don't know, they counted 53, 70% of the vote. Joe Kent, what's going on, brother? 
Steve, we're, we're at about 70%. The numbers are sketchy, though, because this is a uh, high turnout year. So I think a lot of the projections we had going into this are, are a little bit on the low side. But it appears that there is about 90,000 ballots left to be counted. Um, last night, we moved from being five points behind to being about three points behind. So I am uh, about 3,900 votes away from Jamie Herrera-Butler the impeachment voter was still around 90,000 ballots out there. Now, these ballots that remain, we believe to be mostly day of voters. We think most of the mail-in votes have gotten counted. Uh, For instance, I know I dropped my ballot off on uh, election day at the county commissioner's office, and I just checked the online status today, and they still haven't processed my ballot. So we think most of the ballots that are out there are our voters, MAGA voters, so we're still very much in the fight. These are game day voters, you think, coming from rural communities that are going to be just like Carrie Lake. She was 10. People remember with with Lauren Culp and Joe Kent, Carrie Lake was 10 points down. Right. When everybody went to bed and all those game day voters, all the Trump voters, all the deplorables come in. And what you've got is uh, what you've got is then a big shift of tide. Is that what we can expect, Joe? Is that what you're thinking? That's what we're thinking. We are uh, cautiously optimistic, but it, right now it looks like the game day voters are what uh, remains to be counted so far. We've had a record uh, so far of people that showed up and voted in person at the county auditor's offices. I, by in person, I mean they actually physically carried their ballots in and dropped them off. That's as, that's as close as we can get to in-person voting, unfortunately, here in, here in the state of Washington. But we believe most of those guys are, are uh, that's MAGA right there, uh, people that held on to their ballots because they don't trust this process. Joe, can you uh, can you give us your social media because people want to follow this twenty four seven and 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 track you and uh, Culp? Yeah, please go to JoeKentForCongress.com. Also, encourage people to go to WaVote.com. I'll put that out on my social medias. They can check the stat- status of their ballots and they can see if their ballot has been rejected. If your ballot's been rejected, you have until the sixteenth to go down to your county auditor's office and fix your signature or fix your ballot. So wavote.gov, I'll put that out. Check your your ballot status. Thank you, Joe Kent. Cortez, uh, to you, uh, brother. Uh, uh, Carrie Lake had $30 million dropped on her head. As you know, John Gibbs had millions dropped on his head. Joe Kent and Culp out there by the establishment. Do they have any intention, do the banking, real estate, corporate interest in Phoenix, Arizona, have any intention of giving control of that state to the right. sweep you just saw of, uh, of MAGA voters, Steve Cortez? Steve, they are not going to hand those keys over easily. The, the reason they won't is because they're the keys to a sports car that they've been driving at the expense of regular working class Americans. Look, the administrative state has worked incredibly well for the power structure, for the credentialed elites. Uh, and that's been the case for decades. They have used globalization largely as the mechanism to punish regular Americans. And we shouldn't have any fanciful notions that they're just going to hand power over in any orderly way, right? They are fighting tooth and nail as we should expect. But here's the key too. Uh, the oligarchy cannot withstand for now. The oligarchy is still uh, not so cemented in power that the populist movement can still reclaim our republic. And we're seeing that happen. But to your point, one of the biggest problems, even in red states where you elect Republican governors and Republican legislatures, right, is that the corporate interest in those states, I think Georgia's a perfect example, Coca-Cola and UPS um, and Home Depot in Atlanta, they end up dictating to the Republican Party what they do in that state. What we're saying now, 
now and what this movement is demanding now via candidates like Carrie Lake and Joe Kent, both of whom I believe are ultimately going to prevail here, uh, is demanding, no, you will not be dictated to from the corporatists. You are going to listen to the American people. But part of doing that is getting to election practices that make sense. And this isn't rocket science, Steve. This isn't difficult. We need to get to game day voting, voter ID, and paper ballots. And if we do that, we're going to have accurate elections and we're going to have results that day. Okay, we're taking a short break. Navarro, just hang on, because I want to get your thoughts about what Carrie Lake, if Peter Navarro, the fighter, was in Arizona, what Peter Navarro would be doing today to bring this thing to a head. Short commercial break. The War Room is live from CPAC. Got a great crowd here. All deplorables. Be back in a moment. Homeowners beware, you could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title to your home. Think about that for a second. May already have forged his name onto the title of your home and you not know it. Well, here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer to my listeners. Now go to HomeTitleLock.com, then simply enter your address for your free no obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Look, the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once he forges your title, he can take out loans in your home to forge your name, stating that he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use my promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO. Then enter your address for free, no obligation, home title scan. That's a $100 value, totally free. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. Do this today, take action. Biden, Pelosi, McConnell, inflation explosion creates havoc for small business in this country. Let's get to the numbers in a chalk talk powered by Getter. This is the percentage of small businesses that cannot pay rent in a survey of over 3,500 businesses done by Alignable. This is for July. Overall, this is stunning. Overall, one third of American small businesses did not meet rent in the month of July. As bad as that news is, it's even worse for some of the subsectors, restaurants, 45% could not meet rent. Transportation companies, largely because of fuel costs, 48% couldn't pay their rent. Minority-owned small businesses, almost half of them couldn't pay their rent in July. So while left-wing economists and corporate media in the White House try to spin and pretend that we're not in a recession, small business knows otherwise. We are in a recession, a very deep one. Okay, we're back. We're live from CPAC. We got the War Room Posse in back of us, a whole pack of deplorables, full MAGA today, a whole host of speakers. You can still get tickets, conservative.org, put in code War Room. We're going to be doing breakout sessions, talking to big people. Economist Dave Brad from Liberty's in here for the next couple of days. He's going to be one of my wingmen in and out. I got Navarro. I got Cortez. Before I go to Peter Navarro, I got a, a Cortez. The Bank of England announced today, their analysis, the Bank of England, they increased an interest rate pop uh, the biggest they've done in 25 years, actually the biggest they've done since they've been independent from the British government. Okay, right. biggest interest rate pop. In addition, bad news for the Democrats. 
they said um, inflation is going to peak in October at 13 percent. Right. And it will it won't get back to Trump's two percent until at least mid to late 2025. In, in addition, they said, hey, a long and bitter recession. Steve That's Cortez, right. the Bank of England telling us something that we should. Are they being more truthful to the American people from London than Jay Powell and this class of clowns here in the United States? Because you compare what the Bank of England just said today and you compare mm -hmm. that to what happy talk we've been hearing here. Right. And you, uh, we try to give you the numbers every day of Brad and, and Navarro and Cortez. Who's telling the truth? The Federal Reserve right. or the Bank of England, sir? So, Steve, it's refreshing, and it really is, to hear central bankers actually tell the truth, to not lie to their people and say that this is, quote, transitory or that we're, quote, in transition. No, they gave it straight to the British people and said we're going to be in a recession, they said, by the end of the year, and inflation is going to continue to run at absolutely unacceptable levels. I would also add, Steve, to connect this to politics, this is one of the reasons that Boris Johnson, thankfully, is on his way out. The U.S. and the U.K. have been by far the worst among industrial nations when it comes to growth and when it comes to inflation. The Anglo-American alliance, economically speaking, is worst in show right now. We're doing so much worse on inflation than our peer countries, than France and Switzerland and South Korea and other advanced nations. But you know, to bring it back to the United States and what I was talking about there in my chalk talk, Steve, those numbers in terms of the percentage of small businesses that can't pay their rent 45% of restaurants in America didn't pay their rent in July. That's not a recession number, Steve. That's a depression number. So to me, it's no longer even some academic point about whether or not we're in a recession. We are in a deep recession. That is very clear, okay? And, the, and the, the evidence and data tell me that, not the opinion of Steve Cortez or even Peter Navarro, as esteemed as those opinions might be. The numbers tell yeah. us we are in a recession. It's a deep yeah. one. And to me, the danger, Steve, really here, I'm not trying to be too alarmist, but if we make the wrong policy, policy decisions from here, it can tip into depression. Uh, uh, but here's the good news, Cortez. To, to alleviate your fears, Dr. Peter Navarro, the brilliant economist Joe Manchin has come up with uh, Chuck Schumer, another brilliant economist, and a, a Schumer, a great businessman. They've come up uh, with Joe Biden and, and the group there with the, what is it, the Inflation Reduction Control Act? The Inflation Control Act. I'm uh, Peter, the Inflation Control Act, is that a Ted Orwellian, sir? It, well, it's more like a sitcom, one of these HBO specials where it's like, what can we call this? that's so far removed from what it actually is, just to be our inside joke on the American people. Here's the thing, if, if you do the numbers on this Inflation Reduction Act, the primary spike in prices comes over the next two years. And over the next year is gonna be the critical time whether policymakers can break the back of what's gonna be a wage price spiral and bring stagflation in, down into control before it really gets a head start. Remember my background here, Steve, I don't know if you can see it, but this is the 1970s stagflation. So this, this, <laughs> this Inflation Reduction Act, are you kidding me? I think it's gonna be really important for Kerry Lake in Arizona to run on the MAGA platform, which is a strong economy and secure borders uh, and an endless war. And all of this ties together because this Inflation Reduction Act is going to make things worse. The other thing on the Bank of England thing, the other thing I want to say about that um, to the Steves is once the Fed starts raising interest rates, that actually 
boosts the U.S. dollar and it puts deep pressure on the pound and the euro and central banks around the world who are forced then to raise interest rates as well. And that becomes a global contraction. So uh, for for all the reasons Steve Cortez gave, yeah. the Bank of England did well, that, what it yeah. did, but it's also true they were protecting the pound. Let me let me let me draft off both those comments for a second. Cortez, and I want everybody in the war room posse to understand this, because we pride ourselves of being ahead of the core on finance, capital markets, economics, so that you can make better decisions in your own life. And we pride ourselves of being a new show that actually incorporates that as part of a holistic look at the world. Because you can't, if you're not looking at capital markets, you're not gonna look at money, if you're not gonna look at the economy, you just talk, you can't talk about politics. Anybody talks about politics that's not linked with that, it's just that's all noise. Okay, in the signal, Steve Cortez said something. And Navarre, you and Cortez, since the spring of uh, of 2021, with the American Recovery Act, you guys started warning about stagflation. You were a year ahead of everybody else. You're the first guys to say this inflation is not going to be transitory. We had Krugman, you had 34 Nobel Prize winners saying it. You had the New York Times, Wall Street Journal. <laughs> Your the warning today is quite different. And the warning today is when you look at the math and cut away the happy talk. You are one or two policy decisions away from a depression. Right. And people have to understand yeah. these are not decisions that can be easily reversed. And right now, you've got a cast of clowns that nobody has faith in. From Powell Steve, Steve, stay Yellen with that. That is a brilliant DC. point. Yeah. You, yeah. Steve, it's a brilliant point. You said one or two policy decisions. You're one policy decision away. And the Inflation <laughs> Reduction Act, you passed that. It's no way you control uh, stagflation. Back to you, sir. Absolutely. Because all the happy talk. By the way, Kristen Cinema came out. The only part of that bill I liked at all was the tax on carried interest. And and Cinema came out right. last night and said the one change she has to have is no, is no, hey, no offense. Cinema's gone full hedge fund, full VC, mm -hmm. right? We understand now Phoenix, Phoenix is going to be a capital of high tech, right? Because the money's coming down there. Brett. Is Steve Cortez and Peter Navarro right? Are we one or two policy decisions away from driving us into a depression that can't be reversed for an entire decade? Yeah, they're, they're both absolutely correct. And we're one geopolitical event away, right? China, Taiwan, any additional shocks to the uh, economy, we're doomed. I read an article yesterday, which uh, New Jersey's having a hard time still spending uh, the money they got from COVID, right? So the sugar high is not quite done. It hasn't quite made its way through the uh, funnel all the way. Uh, once that comes to an end, then what these guys have been saying for the last two years comes true. And the labor markets finally show up. That's the last shoe to drop, right? Once it hits the labor markets, then the middle class gets whacked. And, and, the, and on the that topic, Cortez, changes. you and I, give me the buried lead we saw yesterday. Yes. All the happy talk from the White House yep. is all labor markets strong. We have right. said it on the show, look at the underlying hiring and tech. Look at and yep. all those numbers in right. retail are going to come home to roost. Steve Cortez, tell me about the labor numbers off of day, Brad. Yes, and uh, to that point, we've seen the first significant crack in the job market, and that is job openings, okay? Job openings have been expanding and remaining extremely elevated, basically throughout the recovery off of the spring of 2020 lows. But guess what? The last two months, they have dropped 
demonstrably. 600,000 fewer job openings this month, or excuse me, it's July, but in July versus June, and fewer than May previously. So that is a very significant drop, way below expectations. The, the markets were looking for, Wall Street economists were looking for 11.25 million job openings. It came in at only 10.7 million job openings. That is a very significant miss. It's a massive drop, and I fear it's going to be the worst of a lot of drops. And Steve, listen, to some extent, it almost has to happen, because just think about the sequence here. If 45% of restaurants in America, and again, this is a huge survey from Alignable. This isn't a small sampling, 3,500 total small businesses surveyed. If almost half of restaurants couldn't pay their July rent, okay, that's the first bill they miss. But then the next cutback, it only makes sense, is going to be, I, I have to start cutting staff. And that is going to continue to yes. happen. I think it's already unfolding. Yes. It's going to accelerate going forward. Um, and so this paints a picture, again, of an economy, you know, Stop listening at all to corporate media debating whether or not we're in recession. We're in a deep recession. The question from here is whether Brad or not. Just, Brad, just, Brad just told us we're still, we, we, still, we still have the sugar high. There's still money out there. Think about it. You've got 45% of restaurants not making rent. In August and, July, and September, they're not going to be making payroll. They're going to have to cut that right. payroll back. You still got sugar high. This is why, as I predicted, they were going to come back after the break and have a massive stimulus bill. Guess what? They jumped it before they left. Uh, Navarra, back it up. You're saying this thing's inflationary. If if the in, if the Inflation Control Act passes, how inflationary is it going to be, sir? You're passing a Keynesian stimulus bill at the same time that the Federal Reserve says inflation is their number one enemy and they're raising interest rates. That's that that should never happen. You should never have fiscal policy and monetary policy fighting it out. And we know that monetary policy is losing. Inflation is spiraling out of control. The last thing, Steve, that you would do would be to add on top of what we face now, that one policy decision that's going to further spike inflation and then call it the Inflation Reduction Act, just 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 to be in your face about it. So th this is serious. I go back to the fall of 2020 leading in to the 2020 election, and I sent a memo to Trump and Meadows that said, hey, we're facing this stagflationary crisis. What we really need to do here, and it remains true, is bring home our manufacturing, fix our supply chains, have those manufacturing jobs available yeah. to people, increase productivity, and do all the things, and by the way, have cheap energy, that would contain what is a stagflationary crisis now. And and the one thing Janet Jan Yellen was right about, she warned of permanent scarring in the economy as we lose small businesses. What I said in that memo right. was that, pe that what they don't understand on Capitol Hill is when you lose a small business, you don't get it back. It's not like right. you can turn that spigot on and off. That's yeah. what that guy, that Cortez and Arrow, that's the scariest thing I've heard in a month. And, and I've, I've heard a lot of scary things. And, and Steve, that's yeah, scary, Steve. Steve. To connect yeah. that back to politics, because Peter makes a great point here, right? About uh, we, we can't just expect that small business can, can pop back. And I'm not sure this isn't entirely unplanned. And what I mean by that is the concentration of power, right, is a clear goal of the regime, of the oligarchs. And this might not be entirely by accident. Eliminating small business is the economic equivalent of trying to weaken the family on the social side, right? And they go hand in glove, by the way, right? So the diffusion of power has always been 
one of the hallmarks, one of the pillars of our movement, subsidiarity. And what we see in destroying small business is the exact opposite of the diffusion of power, the opposite of subsidiary. This is the concentration of power on a massive scale. So remember that, that I hate to be this cynical, but these policymakers uh, might be just fine with what's going on right now in terms yep. of the and, and, and yeah, real yeah. quick, what Steve just said, <clears throat> we're one, uh, one policy mistake away from disaster. Uh, and just for the folks out there, you're feeling encouraged after yesterday. That's halftime. Stay on it. Some of the Senate leadership yesterday I heard were saying uh, because we got some good policy people coming on board, uh, we're going to have a hard time uh, getting getting past the one yard line for the touchdown, getting these folks elected. So stay, stay informed. If we don't Stay get the good focused. policy guys yeah. in the, into office, none of this good stuff happens. Okay, short break. Navarro, Cortez, Brad, and a special guest joining us in the next block in the war room. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication, and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com sat123.com slash Bannon and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. Now, what is that? This is a long-term storage food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. Well, it's not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $3 a meal per person. Let me repeat that, $3 a meal per person. But years from now, when food prices are sky high, you'll be eating well for only $3 a meal. In other words, you lock in affordable food for years to come. And right now, you'll save 150 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. These three-month kits with My Patriot Supply are in stock and ship fast with free shipping. This is an investment that will pay dividends for years to come. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. That's preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. 
No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. The countdown to the midterms begins at CPAC, Texas. Join President Trump, Sean Hannity, Steve Bannon, and a packed house of conservative all-stars. With your help, we will take back the House. We will win the Senate. A big red wave is coming. It all starts at CPAC, Texas. Fire Pelosi. Save America. And then a Republican president will return to the White House. Who, who, who will that be? The American Conservative Union is responsible for the content of this advertising. Okay, we're live at CPAC. Yes. The, 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 the deplorables, the posse was complaining. It was a little slow, a little dry with Cortez and Navarro. Better bring in the one and only Mike Lindell. Hey, what do we what do we have to say to Walmart for canceling Mike Lindell? Mike Lindell, thank you. So honored to have you join us, brother. And I'm, I'm announcing here, but Lindell's going to be with us for the entire next hour. We got Pasova, we got Dr. Malone, we got everybody. Let me go to uh, closing thoughts, Dr. Navarro. I know you got to go work with your lawyers today. Uh, any any closing thoughts before we let you bounce? It was a great day yesterday. Uh, Arizona is really the key. It's the railhead, Steve, as you've said many times. One fall, they all fall. Um, we're going to, as as a team, have to really get behind Lake Fincham, Masters, um, and and make sure that that team is is for the people in Arizona, so that we can get to the bottom of what happened there, and also uh, build the kind of strong economy and secure borders that we're going to have. Arizona can be a microcosm for that. Abbott needs some help. He's been tr trying to sue the feds to keep secure that border. We get Cary Lake down there in Arizona. That's going to be another another good thing. On the economy, see, just the last thought here. Uh, we are on the precipice of the worst stagflation we've had since the 1970s. And, and you, you, you're brilliantly saying that we're one or two policy decisions away from a point of no return. And we need to focus on this Inflation Reduction Act and hope something goes wrong on the way to those clowns passing that, because that could be the one uh, that drives us over the edge. But I'll, I'll let, let you go here and see, Pac. You look great there standing up at that desk. My brother, yeah, Lindell. Uh, We're going to be the new stand-up. Navarre's been bugging me for years about doing it stand-up. I'm going to do it like he used to do the old Bright Bar Radio. Peter, what's your social media? Yeah, uh, real P. Navarro, but go to uh, PeterNavarro.com. That'll get you to Taking Back Trump's America book. It'll get you to Getter, yeah. the Twitter killer. Uh, and you can read up on uh, the, the latest in the soap opera, otherwise known as my uh, legal issues uh, with the feds. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> they didn't change. But I need they, your they, help they there. They didn't change you uh, up your uh, Yeah, yeah. Bye. Let's, let's order, Taking order Back order Trump's the book America on Amazon. <laughs> By the Shameless. way, let's go to right now Amazon, order the book. They didn't chain up uh, uh, Navarre yesterday, so you're making progress. Steve Cortez, is uh, is uh, Navarre right? Do we have to outvote the fraud and outvote the money like we did yes. in Arizona, sir? Amen. We, we, we have to and we will. So 
Admiral Bannon, I will tell you, listen, as pessimistic as I am near term on the economy, I am just as optimistic right now about the political trajectory of this country and this movement. What we did on Tuesday night was incredible, uh, but we can't rest and celebrate. We have to fight on, on to November and on to victory. We're going to send a group of America First champions who are going to truly represent us in Washington, D.C. People like John Gibbs, Blake Masters, Carrie Lake and her state capital, and then in Washington, D.C., more people like Laxalt and Katie Britt and J.D. Vance. It's going to happen. Uh, we need to work and pray. Yeah. Tudor Dixon in Michigan is going to be incredible. Steve, you're, uh, how do you get to your Substack, your show, all of it? Yeah, please follow me on the uh, Getter. I'm at Steve, very simple. And then at Twitter, I'm at Cortez, Steve Cortez with an S. Brad, hey Brad tell us your closing thoughts. Are we one step of one policy step away from a Great Depression? To some of the uh, folks who take on the establishment, you don't get any money from the party. Keep your eyes on that. Write news articles on that. Make sure your candidates are being supported by the conservative party who is support, supposed to support people who love America and want the best uh, for our economy. Brett, how do people follow? Now that you're finally up on Getter. Yes, thanks, yes. thanks to uh, Dave Brett's wife. <laughs> who finally taught him how to use social media. Right. I'm not sure you know how to use it, but at least you logged you on. I'm old school. Brat Economics on Getter. What are you doing? You're here at CPAC for the next couple of days. Yeah, CPAC, meet you're, young you're, people. Liberty, Liberty University is the cutting edge of business schools. Yep. Tell us, what are you trying to accomplish here at CPAC? Yeah, see, I just love uh, meeting the young folks uh, and and, uh, and some of my old friends in politics are around. So I, I, I just spread the good news on Liberty. Come visit me on the third floor up there. Uh, I'm dean of the business school. And then here, it's just fun to be with the old friends, uh, liberty-loving uh, people. It's fun to be with people like you, and I love everybody back. And uh, that's what this is all about. CPAC Mac and Mercedes Schlapp doing an outstanding job. And having uh, Bannon here in the war room, posse, and all this excitement around here, uh, they're driving the energy in the whole room. So uh, it's great to be here. By the way, you're an economist. Uh, Cortez a street guy. Yep. Navarro's from Harvard. Did, did Walmart miss its earnings? Because they took the classic pillow at the nineteen dollar and eighty eight cents. You can yeah. go to mypillow.com, promo code warm right now. Get yes. is that why they missed earnings? And, and, and by the way, they announced yesterday they're laying off hundreds of yes. executives at Walmart corporate. Yes, I'll, I'll give a little Fed speak. It's unambiguous that the empirical evidence is they drove the arrow in the wrong direction by getting rid of the main man here. Amen. Dave Brad, thank you. Now Steve. use that 1988, we brought it here. Use promo code Pro, war Promo code war room, Help 19, all my employees the, appreciate hey, keep it. The, keep the factories fully, keep the line yeah. fully employed. One same okay. thing in Minnesota. Steve Cortez, thank you. Peter Navarro, always thank you, sir. Have a good day today. Brad, thank you for dropping thank by. I look you. forward to thank seeing you, you tomorrow. Right. Dave Brad will be back with us. We're going to take a short commercial break. When we return, Mike Lindell's committed He's going to co-host with me in the second hour. we got Dr. Robert Malone. we got Jack Basovic in studio. We've got the entire War Room posse here. The CPAC starts to f uh, fill up. We're going to do some, we're gonna do some interviews with the deplorables right in back of us, MAGA. We're going to return in a moment, live from CPAC, the War Room. Be back in a moment. Let me tell you about Salty. 
It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.